0: Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. <laughs> I'm Stephen Dubner. What's up, brother? Uh, the World Cup's up. So, first disclaimer: we've I've been making no content, not just because Messi's having a rough World Cup, or not is doing pretty well, but because I've been working. So, I'm not trying to avoid you guys.
1: So, you haven't been not making the podcast because Messi's been having such a disastrous World Cup. Yes, but you would acknowledge that it's been a pretty disastrous World Cup for Messi.
0: Oh, fully, yeah.
1: And it's attributable to what?
0: Here's the deal. I'm still very shaken about how he's doing. Argentina Argentina's not out yet. I think most of the blame does go to him because he is the whole team. But I think it's a lot more complicated and goes a lot deeper than that. So we're making another episode sometime this week, possibly tomorrow. We're recording this on Saturday, June 23rd. Tomorrow the 24th is Messi's birthday, so sometime yeah. we're going to do a Messi episode. Happy birthday. Th- happy birthday, 32? Messi. 31. 31. So sometime we'll do a Messi episode, and during that I'll address what I think is going on, because that's a deeper conversation than just this World Cup roundup. Um, but I'll admit it, it's been a bad World Cup for him, and a great one for Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the the
1: next uh, Argentina matches uh, must be... Tuesday. Tuesday, okay.
0: And they still have a chance of going through. I think but- if they win... They're through. Yeah, if they win, they're through. Unless like Iceland beats Croatia by a lot or something. And they're play, but they're playing Nigeria the Super Eagles. Yeah. Who- I'm not confident. I don't blame you. So, so I'm. Con- I don't. I think. I think. I don't know. What I think. I'm working all day. I can't watch. On Tuesday? Yeah. Do you want to explain? Yeah. What well, you've well, been Tuesday doing? I've been interning on a congressional campaign in Staten Island and southern Brooklyn on Maxwells for Congress. Um, he's a 31-year-old Democrat, first post-combat veteran to run for office, first post-9-11 combat veteran to run for office in New York City. He's a Purple Heart winner. He's a, he's run a healthcare nonprofit. He's a really great guy.
1: And as an intern on the uh, this congressional campaign, what are you actually doing? I'm making phone
0: calls. I'm knocking on doors, getting mm-hmm. votes. Mm-hmm. How do you like it? I like it. It's hard work. It's It's, it's a long day. I've had... My long stay so has been like ten or eleven hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some twelve or thirteen hour days this week. This the is, primaries on Tuesday. This is really your first real job, yeah. Yeah,
1: and you've started just a couple days after you ended the school year, like the day, whatever. A couple, uh, about a week after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, congratulations. Welcome Thank to you. the working world. Thank you. Welcome to the wage earners world. Welcome to
0: the. Uh, I have am I'm. A, you're unemployed technically. I'm an employee. You're unemployed. I am technically. I wouldn't. Call You're me self-employed. Self-employed. Yeah. 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 That sounds a little
1: sketchy. <laughs> um, as far as the World Cup, though, and there has been some World Cup streaming in the office, but mm, uh, yeah. so I think here's the weirdest part of this World Cup. You've watched more than me. I've watched more than you. Yeah. Including the fact that I was in Germany. Yeah. earlier this week and watched uh, Germany's Mexico open match. Germany. Um, yeah, Mexico, the 1-0 loss to Mexico. I watched it in a kind of fan zone. Not a huge place, but it was a place in the yeah. um, in a neat neighborhood, kind of in the east. Uh, nice mix of yeah. people. And um, so, yeah, I've definitely seen more football than you uh, for the World Cup because yeah. you've been working hard and I don't work hard.
0: I think we have to talk about some storylines of the World Cup. I'd love to. So first, C- can I just first ask yeah. you,
1: this is a big one
0: for me. Um, do you regret that we didn't go to Russia? From having fun, yes, I think it would have been amazing to be there. Um, but from a realistic standpoint, no, I think it's really good what I'm doing, working on the campaign. I think the summer's out working hard for me the year before I applied to college, and I think it it was the right choice to stay here. Do you um, do you think that
1: Euros, the Euros 2020, which we've been talking about- maybe be going fun. To- it's, it's not the
0: World Cup, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go to Qatar in 2022, or I would if, I don't know how we'll line up. I'll probably, will I be in college then? I think I'll be on winter break for part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, well, it'll well, be the winter of 2022. Yeah. I know when we are going to the World Cup. When are we going to the World 2026 Cup? 2026 <laughs> in the USA, Mexico, and Canada. Can't wait for that. Oh, I really can't. Great, 64 games. <laughs> and the best part 64 is- 64 teams. The best part is- 48 teams,
1: sorry. 48 teams, yeah. right. The best part is knowing that the US will qualify. Even if we're th- not
0: among the th- top 48. I think we will. I think so. Because I, 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 think they'll still do automatic hosts automatically qualify when there are when there are three hosts. When they should? What have they done in the past? There've been, when there two, have been hosts? two hosts. I think they both like qualified South Korea automatically. And Japan? I think they both did. Yeah. 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 South Korea made the semis that time, mm-hmm. or Japan did. I shouldn't know which one. I, th- I think it was South Korea. I don't know. I wish yeah. I could tell you. Okay, so quickly to recap, what would you say is the
1: overall headline of the World Cup thus far? Then we're almost few. through
0: the second round. Big teams are struggling Germany, France, Brazil, Argentina, and Spain. The only one who's won both their games is France and not convincingly. I think. What about Brazil? They drew the first game in Switzerland. Oh, oh sorry. I think, I think two dark horses ish could win it. Belgium could definitely win it. I've been talking highly of them for years. I don't think they're really dark horse. Croatia, they've always been. Great on paper, but not performing. They're looking good. Rakitic has been one of the best players in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Are you leaving out one kind of just below top tier club that also could win it? Portugal. Yeah, I don't think they can win it. I mm-hmm. I don't think they're good enough overall. Uh, could Mexico win the World Cup? Um, no, I just don't think they have the overall quality. Okay, so at- I think Ronaldo. And Messi are both in similar boats. They have pretty good teams. They're okay teams, but not enough to win it all with. All right, let me ask you... And I, and one quick thing, the Euros, I still don't count as... yeah as Not not as them winning it, but... Because it was so unconventional. They they finished third in their group, that winning group game. they um, The only group game they won are regulations was the semifinals against Wales. I'm not trying to discount Ronaldo's international trophy. It's a big deal. I'm just saying... That when people are saying they won the years, they can win the World Cup, I think they don't have that quality.
1: How are you dealing with your overall um, feelings about Messi's performance in the World Cup? Again, that's
0: another episode. Also, (laughs) I'll start to really panic when, if they get knocked out. What I will say is I think he had it right when he retired. After that last Cop of América, I heard
1: a report an hour before we sat down to record that there's huge dissension in the Argentine camp. I guess that's been the case the yeah. whole time. The yeah?
0: players are not liking Stampioli's uh, selections. Mm-hmm. I, I just have a lot of interesting, not inter- I don't know, but I, I don't know if it's interesting. It's just interesting to me. A lot of deep thoughts about the Argentina team tactically. We're going to talk about that today. No, in the Messi episode. mess okay. it's a messy episode.
1: Let me ask you a couple um, big kind of top line World Cup yeah. questions again having now that we're almost through the second um uh second round by the time by the time people hear this probably the second round will have been either yeah. completed or almost completed yeah. um uh who give me a team that you really think right now yeah. could or may win who's not a surprise who wouldn't be a big surprise and then give me one team that you think could possibly win that would be a surprise and i would put in those of those categories, I would think
0: Belgium would have to go in the first category, yeah. right? So I think I think Germany are my favorites right now. Still, yeah, they weren't at the beginning. I don't know. I think it's just been all over. But they've had a very rocky start. Just squeaked uh, and, through today. And we'll get to that in a minute. And then after that, I think I think Croatia counts another group. Mm. I, I think they definitely could. If mm. it, yeah, you'd put
1: Croatia ahead of Mexico. Yes. Ahead of Nigeria. Yes. Nigeria is so fun to watch.
0: So fun. Okay, take it away. Tell us. So let's go through some of the best games. I think Portugal the three three draw with Spain. Ronaldo scored a hat trick. Was pretty exciting. Did you see much of it? Any of it? Watched about. I watched most of it. Yeah, and, how- and I will say he did score a great hat trick. Mm-hmm. A, a hat trick. I could have scored two of those goals. Let's be honest. Can I say? Well, um, actually, no. I couldn't score a penalty. One. Could I ever throw a penalty and escape De Hey, probably not. I think you could. Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. And second, well, and the second goal, he got lucky. De Gea just messed up. No, did you see the goal? No. De Gea kinded of Robert Green. Mm. And then the f- third goal, the free kick, that was world class, huge stepping up. I'll fully give him that. Yeah. Uh, I under- don't like his goatee. Oh, really? His He's a goatee? goatee it's weird. Really?
1: Can I just say one conversation <laughs> I had person. over and over and over with football fans in Germany, of which there are, as you know, many? They love Ronaldo, the person. Yeah, I see that. I see the Germans loving him as a person. I don't know why, but it makes sense. No, but like so many people, when I just engage them in conversation about the national team and, you know, it was interesting when I was over there, there was this controversy still happening because uh, Gundogan and Özil, Özil as they say, um, had posed for a photograph with Erdogan, the Turkish premier, prime minister, president, whatever he's called, and it was very controversial because it was a it became a political. Um, He's a pretty bad guy. Her, right? You know, most of the free world now thinks that. Although you know, a lot of the free world supported him aggressively um, years earlier. Anyway, Erziel and uh, gundawan were both born in Germany, so they're natives to Germany, but they're you know Turkish ethnically. Yeah. And uh, there was a huge mess about. Him. In fact, a lot of people told me there's no way Gunduan will play because he was. In fact his car was trashed yeah, really? yeah.
0: but today he did play he, he subbed in yeah, for the. that was another one of the best games here Germany-Sweden yeah. so, so Sweden went down I was watching a little bit with you so Germany went down to Sweden Ola Twanvenan I can never know how to pronounce it <laughs> scored a nice chip over Neuer and it was 1-0 Sweden in the half if Germany lost they'd be out but we both kind of agreed we knew Germany would well, win it was like in the 88th minute pretty much Royce equalized Marco Royce like a minute or two into the second half and then we were like Germany's gonna blow him out and they didn't, they were attacking for a while and they looked good. But then... They hit the post, then, Julian Bront laid on. And oh yeah.
1: then, Don't then got sent
0: off. Right, but, which was a good call. Yeah. Second yellow. I would ban him for an extra game or two. He will be, yeah. I you it think that he bad. will be? Well, we'll miss the next game, but I thought it was that bad a tackle. Then in the 95th minute... And we should say they're already short in the back, right? Hummels was out for yeah. a neck Short injury. in quality not numbers, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 95th minute, at five minutes of stoppage time, they had an indirect <laughs> free kick. Uh, Kroos, Kroos rolled it, Royce stopped it, and Kroos just great curling shot into the back, into the far post. That, this is why I think they're going to win. I think they're just, I was telling you that they're just like these, the, Germany, they're machines. Like, until the end of the game, they show no emotion. I think they're just all business, and they're just so mentally tough, besides being so talented. What,
1: th- what happened in the first half, though?
0: Because they didn't
1: look... I mean, the mistake, the goal was a mistake by by Cruz. actually. Yeah, it was Not a bad pass.
0: He made a bad pass and he didn't yeah. get back on coverage. I mean, it was an amazing I don't know goal. what happened, but I think in the end this team, when it matters, when they are into they'll show up. I think this and this the loss to Mexico will serve as a wake-up call and they'll get going. Mm-hmm. Um, Germany is is your favorite at the moment? I think. It changes every day. <laughs> <laughs> France right. could. They don't look good, but they won both their games. All right, what else? Um, what other good games? Columbia, Japan. I didn't watch his only way to work. I saw the highlights. It's an exciting game. So after three minutes, uh, Carlos Sanchez of Colombia handball in the box, red card, penalty, gone. Uh, Chinchikagawa Kagawa uh, finished the pen. Japan was up 1 0 quickly. Then I heard just back and forth all game. Then Quintero scored in the 39th, I think, for Colombia. Then Osako won it for. Japan. I heard it was a really exciting World Cup game. Mm-hmm. Then yesterday I didn't watch. Um, you told me it was a great game. Serbia Switzerland. I, I saw the watch highlights, big chunks of it. Yeah, it was a great. Uh, game. Alexander Mitrovic like launched Serbia, giving lead after five minutes. Then Shaka equalized with a great goal, and then Gerard Shakiri, the tank, won it late on. And it was politically a big deal. I heard because of all the history between the two countries.
1: I'm surprised you don't have on your list of exciting games Nigeria Iceland.
0: That's true. I didn't was, see it. What was the score again?
1: 2-0. 2-0, yeah. I mean, uh, honestly,
0: Nigeria, after the first goal, I would say... Iceland's not that good. It was fun. It was super fun. Yeah, uh, I love, oh, Iceland? I, yeah. No, I, I, everyone Iceland, likes them. Yeah, yeah they're, they're very... like, you like them. can't I love like Na- them.
1: Nigeria is fun, though. But Nigeria is really, really fun to watch. And yeah, Musa is beautiful. So who would you say so far have been the... Let me, let me divide it again
0: into two categories. Yeah. The expected standouts and the surprise standouts. So expected Ronaldo's been phenomenal. I'll give him that. Expected slash surprise is uh, Rakitic. He's really performed. Uh, Coutinho's been phenomenal. It's two goals. And then two guys both in Russia who surprised a little bit are Denis Cheryshev, formerly of Madrid, and then Alexander Gullivan. Uh Russia's looking good. They won the, both their games. If they beat or draw Uruguay, they win the group which a lot of people weren't saying they'd go through. I thought they'd go through, but I didn't think they'd win it, which they could. How much is that the product of just such a weak group? A lot, and a lot of it is because they're at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, do you think Russia can win a game in the knockout stage? Probably not, but you
0: never know what Vladi could do. Mm-hmm. When, <laughs> does, when does England go out? I think... It's coming home. That's what I was saying. Football (laughs) is coming home. No, no, no. Probably the round (laughs) of 16. Maybe the quarterfinals.
1: May I say a word in uh, tribute to the referees? Yeah. So as I've said before on this show, I don't like how the sport is refereed. I think it's old-fashioned. I think having one guy on the pitch trying to keep up with everything— Is just like the game is too difficult to call it well. And in a game with so few goals scored, you don't want big decisions being made wrong or randomly. So I think they've actually done a really good job with the video assistance referees. Um, it's a little tricky because sometimes you know, now you see the players going around making the TV sign they yeah. like call it call for the TV it review. It's hysterical. I but think. it's also the way it works is you know they don't stop play because it's a continuous play game so yeah. sometimes theoretically the call could come like a minute or a minute and a half yeah. later. So what would happen if the other team scores a goal yeah. in the interim? Uh, I, I know there's protocol for all this. I just don't actually yeah. happen to know what it is. But I think it's a big improvement and I think that um, they've done a really good job of not I slowing agree. the game down too
0: much. What are you most looking forward to other than 2026? I re- I'm really hoping to see what Messi can do if he can drag Argentina out of the group into the knockouts. I'm excited to see Belgium going forward. They're fun. I'm excited to see this young France team. I think Dembélé got benched in the last game, which upset me. Um, I just think it's going to be a fun rest of the tournament. <sighs>
1: Can I ask you um, one piece of the Freakonomics Radio episode about the World Cup that you were in? So by the way, if anybody's listening to this and they haven't heard, um, we had a recent... You probably have heard it. (laughs) We had a recent episode of Freakonomics Radio called uh, How to Catch World Cup Fever that Mm -hmm. featured a bunch of... um, Good people talking about and different <laughs> components of the World Cup, including Solomon. Yeah. We had Simon Cooper, good and people, and May, Stefan <laughs> and Roger Bennett, Roger Bennett, and uh, uh, Michael McFall, who's a political scientist talking about the geopolitical aspect of it. Uh, forgive me if I'm leaving anyone out. Anyway, one of the really interesting components of that I thought was Stefan Schaminsky, half of the Socranomics duo, talking about what he calls convergence or what, what is called convergence. And the argument being that basically soccer is a realm where the poor catch up and the rich don't advance that much. And I think it's really fascinating to watch the World Cup through the lens of seeing smaller countries yeah. doing relatively incredibly yeah. well. Yeah. Like Tunisia
0: and not doing well, but getting there is cool for them.
1: Yeah. And then Iceland, you Iceland, know, again, yeah. not,
0: not winning, but, uh, well, I I think financially though, isn't in any problems the way those other countries might be. True. Um, I just think it's, uh, um, it's, it's a great world event. I don't watch it, as most people don't for the quality of the football. Talk about but, that for a minute. Oh yeah. It's just not the best players always. Um, it's it's not the quality of high Champions League level football. It's just it's just fun to watch, the the global feeling.
1: So for people who don't follow football anywhere near as closely as you, can you just describe like the transition of a watching? Well, or? no, no, no. Uh well that yeah, sure. But I was thinking like, you know, you're a great player or let's say you're a very good player on a very good team. Yeah. In in a good league. Yeah. And then you go back to your national team. Now maybe you're the star. Like Salah, for example.
0: Sure. The star in on a great team. I mean, he's a on very... A good team a, in a great league. Right. Um, and then, yeah, he, it's just the quality drops. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot of time, one play, a couple of players standing out on a team, but also, like Tunisia, Panama, the, they aren't the greatest footballers. They don't have many big names. It's just, it's not the highest quality football, but it's the feeling and the excitement that people love, including me. It's also not the highest quality football because the team
1: is not doesn't have that long to gel. Yeah, that's true, too. But um, let me ask you this. What do you think Messi is
0: feeling about his team? They're letting him down. <laughs> I don't want to get into it now, Steve. I'm sorry. We got to do it in the next episode. Mm. Point to another team with another player
1: where the dynamic for that player just totally changes. Could be better. Could be worse.
0: Ronaldo at Portugal. Uh, I think I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. A lot. I think to an extent, the amount of go- even though he does score a lot of goals for Madrid, they the team carries him to an extent. Because when he goes the game, does nothing, doesn't score, they can still win. If he doesn't show up for Portugal, at least now, that seems like that—that's it for them. It wasn't that case in the Euros, but um, it seems like he's really carrying them in the World Cup. Which credit to him for? They've scored um, four goals. He scored all four. Which, is, which, when we get to the ending, that it has to do with that's a good ending. Uh oh. Do you is want it, me to do it now, or it, should we keep going? Does
1: it, Well, I just want to ask yeah. you one or two more questions yeah, about Ronaldo. Um,
0: you seem to be handling it pretty well. Yeah. The reason is because honestly, I'm content at this point that no matter how many trophies either wins, Messi's a better player. I, th- I think that most people in the game will know that realize that. Mm-hmm. I just start to be more relaxed because I don't really care what people think. I, th- I know I'm right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, how much do you miss an American team? A lot. Mm-hmm. I, I miss him from my home yeah. country.
1: Can you kind of envision what this cup would be like with that team, including who would be? I'd be taking more time off work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who, no. do you, who do you think would be doing well for that team? I think Pulisic would be doing it well. Mm. I think Dempsey would be giving it a last go. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I had a lot of conversations with Germans uh, watching football about Pulisic because I met a lot of. um,
0: They don't like he's American. A lot of them don't. They, they I didn't
1: meet. I mean, maybe they were just being polite to me. but Um, they liked it. Love, love, I mean, they just talked about him a lot. They really
0: appreciated him. No, I feel like people don't like the fact, or a lot of people don't even know he's American. They didn't at first. Oh, oh,
1: oh, the American. They like him. Everybody seemed to. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Everybody seemed to. He's great. He's a good guy too. Do you think um, Germany has? made the right move in starting Neuer?
0: I've been talking to you about this. I think off pure talent, Neuer's still the best keeper in the world. Off current form with all his injuries and errors, Ter Stegen, also I'm very biased, is Ter Stegen's Barca's keeper. Could be the right choice to start. But what I said to you, I read somewhere, I've been thinking, I think it's true. No other keeper in the world has that fear factor when he's staring you down one-on-one that'll make you miss the way Neuer does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a pen, you mean? Just any time. Really? really? Just like if
1: you're running one-on-one at the keeper, mm. yeah. Um... Which player have you seen during the World Cup, whether you knew a lot about him or not ahead of time, have you thought, ooh, I would like to? Barca? Yeah.
0: One player who I've liked for a while, when he played in Mexico and is and now is M.P.S.V. Eindhoven, who with his big performances in the World Cup, started to be linked to bars. So is Irving Lozano. Uh huh. Did you see him from Mexico? He's great. He
1: scored the goal in the first match. Did he not or no? He did. Yeah,
0: I think he's a great. I've liked him for a year or two. He's a great player. Sorry, where is he playing?
1: Eindhoven. Eindhoven. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really good. Who else? I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, you're talking about
0: the need for uh, what do you call him? A what midfielder? A holding midfielder. Controlling. A controlling. Who who have you seen? Well. Thiago is the one who I'm on when I think he hasn't been starting for Spain because I don't know why. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think who it isn't in the World Cup. Um, because it- I- Italy didn't make it. Oh, Varady, Um yeah. All these guys, Jorginho, Italy. Um, I haven't seen... Also, because you have to be just of such a high level that only a few players in the world can really fill that role for Barca. Uh, anybody in France? Um I love in midfield. You mean yeah. I love Pogba. I would take him at Barca. He's not that type of player though. Right. Where does Vron
1: um, play? Varon's on the back. yes. Yeah.
0: He's great. Madrid An- too. Anybody um, in? Um- Conte is midfield is good. I've I like him okay. I used to like him more. Um, he he wouldn't be good at Barca. Is there a Brazilian? We already have the best Brazilian midfielder, Paulinho. <laughs> um, no, so, Bra- Brazil does not have a good midfield. So there was a lot of
1: talk about Brazil coming in that they're due, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. What do you think
0: based on results so far? I think, you know, uh, Neymar left Barcelona to leave Messi- to get on Messi's shadow. I think he should, he should transfer from Brazil to get out Coutinho Sada. <laughs> no, they've looked. They've looked. I think they're kind of saving their energy. Mm-hmm. They play a high tempo style of football. I think as tournament, the tournament goes on, they'll get warmed up. I think Neymar is going to start to be unbelievable.
1: Is there a book you could recommend to me and everybody about um, a World Cup? Like, I guess I'm curious to know, like, when a team wins a World Cup, what the rhythm and arc of their whole tournament is like. Uh, and a this,
0: book about that? Yeah. Well, not off the top of my head, what, because that's a pretty specific task um, or book. Two books about the World Cup, they like, or about football, international football. Do you know Das Reboot by Raphael Hahn? Hunter- oh, a yeah. lot of people have read about the yeah. about remaking German football. It's great. Just about the World Cup in general, a book I read. You may have told me to get it. Eight World Cups by George Vesey. I oh, think. yeah, yeah, sure. That's one of the best books I've ever read. A mm. Times Journalist who went to Eight World Cups. And it's just one of my favorite books ever. It's just so great. Um, das
1: Reboot. The idea was that Germany kind of needed to change its way. Yeah. This
0: was in the early '90s or so. I think it was more, much more recent. I think it was around the 06 World Cup. Oh, and what was the problem? They weren't winning. I don't remember the whole thing too well, honestly,
1: but I, just, I really enjoyed reading the book. How would you describe then the current modern style of Germany? It's built on based on what and what
0: and what. In other words, we well, talk won- about the style, about how they made players, found players. I think, I think, like I said, before, so much of the game is their mental toughness. Because they're just all machines, I feel. They're all cu- trained killers. That's what they look like on the pitch. Like, they're ter- like, I was terrified when I was looking at them. It might be the Jew in me. Can I say that? I just did. They did look... No, they're scary. They're big and strong. Um, I'm, I'm proud that Americans only
1: lost one note to them in the World Cup. Did, is that when Germany, the, the German club, became much more multicultural? Was it pretty much white ethnic I Germans before then? I think that's definitely then? changed it. I yeah. think had to do with it, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Solomon were, I guess, what, technically about a
0: quarter? A third. A thorder. A third.
1: Through the 2018 World Cup. Yeah. And I- I've heard a lot of people say it's been a disappointing it's one. It's been okay. I actually think it's been, I like, I like a lot a of A lot stories. of penalties,
0: I realize. Yeah. Well.
1: Yeah. You think this more time, than usual? Yeah. There've been, I think there have been zero nil-nil results. Which is that's amazing true. considering that in the Euros there were the, a million and we were at all of them.
0: No, there were three oh, yeah, in the true. beginning part and we were at all of them. Oh, like, that was the worst that look was ever. <laughs> um, Alright, do you have something to send us out with? It's Four times this tournament, Cristiano oh, no, Ronaldo has gone soon. <laughs> that's good, right? It's not funny for one, it's funny for two. Good talking to you. Nice to talk to you.